My next guest is an award-winning music producer, songwriter, musician, arranger, composer, and founder of Seabass Entertainment and C. Blake Studios. Seabass Entertainment and C. Blake Studios are his full house production companies. He has also launched the stay-at-home money movement on social media to share his knowledge and provide mentorship from his industry experience with others who want to develop careers in the music business. This kind of sounds like money-making conversations, doesn't it? Which is good, because I'm not saying that that's his idea, my idea. And we're going to talk about how he's approaching his end of the business, how I'm approaching my end of the business, and guess what? We're going to create a lot of winners on the phone. Please welcome to Money-Making Conversation. I missed him at the ESPN Live broadcast. They told me he was there, and I couldn't get over to see him. Please welcome Dana Saray. What's up, Rashawn? How you doing today, buddy? Hey, man, I heard I missed you, man. You was at the ESPN. Let me back up. Last a couple of weeks, uh, September 20th, uh, Stephen A. Smith brought uh, ESPN First Take to Wilmington, Delaware, to promote HBCU's uh, college fair, where we was encouraging seniors in high school to uh, come to this HBCU featured event. We had like uh, 23 colleges who had confirmed from HBCU. 13 of them were registering students on the spot. In other words, if you brought your SAT score, ACT score, your transcript, you can register. So far, uh, they've generated over $4 million in scholarships that have been distributed from that college fair. Now, Dana, they tell me that you was at the live broadcast, correct? I was there, yeah. I, I, I actually live in Newark. Newark, Delaware, which is no more than uh, six or seven minutes away. So, you know, I'm a big, I'm a big sports fan. So I had to definitely come and check out Stephen A. Smith. Well, I wish I'd known. Well, you know that uh, that's my man, and so in the future uh, we'll connect. That'll be our connection because uh, appreciate you coming there. What What was your take at the live broadcast? What What was your takeaway from the experience? Because I want to make sure any everybody who attended really got an HBCU experience and walked away with a sense of the culture of the HBCU. Well, it was definitely uh, definitely uh, informative and exciting all at the same time. Uh, I actually have a daughter that's a junior in um, the University of Delaware. Um, so I, I understand what I took away was from Stephen A. Smith, you know, going to Winston-Salem. You know, he, he basically, you know, what we always teach in our black community, you too can do this. You mm-hmm. too can <laughs> make this happen. Right. And um, it was just really great to see Max and Molly actually show love to him and, you know, praise colleges and, and, and all the surrounding colleges to let them know that the black community, you know, if we put in the work, it definitely can happen. It's what you put into it. And that's, that's, that's the story of your life, because right now, I, I want to say you're on fire. Let me read some things here. Like I was reading this article, <laughs> gospel hit-making producer, songwriter, Dana Soray, re- recently received three GMA Dove Award nominations for his work with Jason Nelson and The Answer and Miranda Curtis, and I'm all in. That's just a yes, list sir. of the Grammy nominations that you've been put up for. When it when it comes surging at you like that, Dana, how to how, you know, because you've been working there. This is not overnight. And we're going to talk about the journey a little bit. That's what I like to do on this show, just talk about the journey a little bit so people can know that your story can be their story. But it's a lot of work, a lot of patience, a lot of no's tied to a lot of yeses that enable us to be interviewing you about the success that you're having right now, correct? Yes, sir. Well, I think the most important part is, like you say, it's it's the buildup. I started off as a musician in uh, Willingboro, New Jersey, and you know, you, you, you be a musician and you, that comes from starting in church to, you know, hoping you can get a gig. And I hopped on a 
R, a couple of R&B gigs and start working for Island Records where we were pretty much just playing for any artist that, <laughs> the, 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 any, you know, any artist they had. So we, we worked from Drew Hill to Montel right. Jordan to, right, right. you know, to Kelly Price, you know. So I worked my way from the bottom. Uh, from playing strings to piano right. to musical directing mm-hmm. and to, you know, and then I hopped into the gospel world and uh, with Ty Trivet and, you know, ended up producing all his albums. And um, and then that worked, worked, worked its way into, you know, I just really got tired of telling, you know, imagine, man, going on tour. You know, you go on tour for three or four months on a time. So these people were like, Okay, if I'm leaving my home for three to four months, I have to make sure that my wife is straight. Right. Uh, my my you tell my job, I'm not gonna be back for three to four months. Mm-hmm. And then the artist calls you when you know you're a week out and says, Hey, you know, the artist heard his hip, so the tour's canceled. And my hip is fine, Sean. You know, I'm fine over here, bro. So I was like, How did this happen? And you know, so I, I said, Man, I, it, I got to find a better way of doing what I love and being able to, to control, control it. Mm-hmm. my own situation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and, and that, you know, brought me to, you know what? I need to stay home and figure out a way of building, writing songs, producing songs right from the circumference of my home and be able to, you know, make some real money. And that's what I, I started out to do. I started to just, Built, write a whole bunch of songs that really probably sucked in the beginning, but you know, songwriting is like a muscle, man. The more you do it, mm-hmm. the more strength will come to it. And right. you know, after a while, I started to you know pitch my songs to people that I really respected, mm-hmm. and that turned into a boys and men placement back in 2000. And that that one song that I did with boys and men end up really. Uh, end up on America's top model first season, 30 seconds of that, that song, Rashawn paid me 44 grand. Mm. Uh, and I was only 50% of the work, you know, I had to split all my earnings with boys and men. So that 44 grand, man, I built me a studio room. I got myself some equipment <laughs> and I've been going hard ever since, bro, hard to paint. <laughs> and you know, my cat, my catalog has built up and now, Label. I know all the labels have relationships with them, and I, I can pretty much walk artists into these labels and these relationships and get them some really cool record deals if the artist is ready and capable of making that happen because that still takes some work on the artist's part also. Absolutely, a lot work on that. It's really interesting because I, I, we're going to have a long-term relationship. I'm just telling you because your story is so similar to mine. It's a very successful stand-up comic. Wow. Writing, I was, a, I was a, a lot of people always ask me, Wow, why did you go behind the scenes? Because again, I got tired of comedy clubs. I got tired of tours, mm. inconsistency. So I became a writer, sitcom writer, and I became a producer because I can control. Mm. It's something about weekly checks that I liked versus a che- <laughs> <laughs> He knows what I'm talking about. Versus, you know, a check whenever. Or you go out there, well, you know, we thought the tour would be three months, but it's only going to be a month. Hey, hey, I got two more extra months of bills that I was. There you go. Because <laughs> you know, as a talent, or this is the thing about a talent, is that once you tell a talent that a check is coming, that check is spent. It has Woo! been it has been sectioned off into food, into car, ever rent, everything. So when you tell me it's not coming anymore, there's a problem in your life financially. And it really starts affecting you. So you have to figure out a new plan. That's why his new plan was, hey man, 
I'm a producer. I'm a writer. I'm a controller. I'm tired of people telling me I got they, I got money coming and they can change their mind when they feel like it, but didn't ask me. Didn't ask me about the change. So when we come back on the next break, Daniel, we're going to talk about the, 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 the program that's very similar to my money-making conversation. I actually turned it into a podcast. I also started it on social media, on my Facebook page. That's what I'm saying, man. Your values and your sensibilities are so close to mine that I hate I missed you, but I know I'm going to see you in the future. We'll be back with more money-making conversation. My man, he's my uh, doppelganger. Hi, this is Rashawn McDonald, and you are listening to Money Making Conversation. On the phone is my man, Dana Soray. He created the Stay Home Money Movement, aside from his Seabass Entertainment Company and his Blake Studios. He believes, like me, if you use your God-given talent, the money will come. That is so true, but also because it's hard work and consistency and also having the people around you that help you when you're down. Correct, Damon? Yes, sir. All day long. I, I think uh, the main point is, you know, creating the space too, man, to, to really uh, be productive. You know what I mean? You know, with having my, my own studio and talking my wife into letting me, you know, pretty much gut out my first floor <laughs> to create my business, I had to go as far as to you know, man, put logos on my door, man. So when I know when I come downstairs, it's business. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. my wife's a pharmacist. Mm-hmm. When she goes to Target to do a pharmacy, she's a, she sees the Target lo- mm-hmm. logo and hey, mm-hmm. it's Target's work. It's time to work for Target. Right. When I right. come down here, I see the Seabass logo. It's time to work. I don't got no laundry clothes laying around. I don't got no, you know, basketballs in, in my basement. <laughs> nah, man, it's business. It is business. Yeah. 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 You know, so it's my mentality and my mindset, and everybody that enters my space knows, hey, this guy must be serious. He got logos on the doors. He, you know, the, it's fresh paint, is you know, commercial doors, it's mm-hmm. soundproof professionally. So I took my time when I built the studio to make sure that it looks like a business, feels like a business, and people walk away, you know, with having good business. It's really, it's really, it, it, he's very important. Appearance and attitude and approach changes people's whole outlook on you when you show up. It's really interesting when I listen to his story because, you know, my wife's an optometrist. His wife's a pharmacist, okay? Mm-hmm. He has a daughter in college. I have a daughter in college, okay? I'm telling you, me and my man here. And so, <laughs> I'm telling my man, I'm, I'm loving this dude. I'm loving this dude. And so, uh, and so, so the interesting thing about money-making conversation in 2014 when I was still managing Steve Harvey, a lot of people kept approaching me with Sean. Uh, give me some advice to Rashawn, how to handle my money. Rashawn, how are you breaking into the industry? So I started Money Making Conversation on my Facebook page, at Rashawn McDonald. And so mm. and so I, I would give an hour on a week. And that hour, what I learned was when you when you respond to somebody, they respond back at you, okay? So mm. then you have to respond back to them. Then they're going to respond right back at you. So I would do like four or five exchanges with one person, and I realized this was taking up my time, three hours. So it became mm. more than I thought it would be other than just a casual, you know, just here you go, bye. Because it became a mentoring, a mentoring process that I started on my social media page. And eventually it grew to this format that we have now, which is Money Making Conversation, which is a now very popular podcast format and is being syndicated nationally. So now you did something similar to that with Stay Home Money Movement. Explain how that started and what you're doing with it now. Well, I must confess the the difference between me and you, and it, it catches back up with itself, is uh, I was against social media, to be honest with you. Let me tell you why, though. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm very focused when I make music. 
I, and I don't like distractions, you right. know. So when people, artists would come in with their phones or posting, hey, I'm with Dana Saray and it's, you know, mm-hmm. I was like, okay, you know, it's time to work. You know what I mean? Put the phone down. I'm trying, you know, I'm the only one writing these songs right now. You on your phone. And it was bugging me out. Like, get on the phone. They tried to do you know, selfies. Like, they tried to do selfies. Like, come on, let's, let's make this money. So after a while, you know, let me tell you where it flipped, though, Rashawn, because you make a great point. Uh, one of my artists, uh, one of the labels called me today and said, hey, Dana, why don't you really, you know, I see you post sometimes. Why don't you really post anymore? I was like, well, you know, I'm working. And it's like, well, do you know how many people would love to hear behind the scenes of your process of why you did what you did? So he just, I said, man, I'm really not. And so he was like, can you just do me a favor? Just try it. He said, can you take 10 minutes uh, every week and just talk about how <laughs> you made a particular album? And I started doing it, and they wanted me to go live, and I didn't even really know much about live. Mm-hmm. But I started live, and I, Rashawn, I started getting all these comments and questions. You know, where, where, you know, why don't you do this? How did you do that? But I was, it was cool. I was like, oh, I really like like these questions. And someone asked me a major question. They said, "Why don't you tour anymore? Like, why don't I ever see you on the road anymore?" Right. Um, and I said, "Well, yeah." I said, "Well, I'm about you know to stay home money." Like, I make more money staying home. And everybody started hashtagging, stay home money, stay home money. I was like, oh, snap, this, this is really catching on. Like, this is crazy. So, I kept, you know, it got a little contagious. I can't, I got to be honest, I started to really enjoy right. doing it. And then a friend called me and said, bro, you really can make a business out of this because people mm-hmm. really want to learn. And I said, you know what? Let me create a forum that this can help. And I said, well, I have to add the monthly a monthly fee to it because I wanted it to be as low as $9 a month that people can get me. And then I wanted to have the mentorship program where I actually can walk people through how to make great records or answer any questions about the music business. So I created tiers of the stay home money movement and the money goes to me doing clinics mm-hmm. and um, travel a little bit more to actually teach on it mm-hmm. at different churches or different clinics or workshops. And I'm, I'm working actually in 2020, I'm going to have my own clinic is going to be absolutely crazy and i'm going to rent a big home so because the stay home money movement we're going to be in a big old house <laughs> and i'm going to be teaching teaching I real casually and it. intimate and I'm, I'm i'm launching all that in 2020 so it's going to be really crazy and i'm gonna bring in my friends and some record execs i'm gonna fly these people in and we're going to bust it up real intimately it's going to feel very organic Mm-hmm. Living room setting. We eat together. We mm-hmm. laugh together, and then at the end of the days, we'll make some music together. That's awesome. That is so so money making conversations. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> I, it, it's beautiful when I hear the you, you articulated because it was interesting. Because when I started, cause mine right now is, is, is complimentary because I, I I was charging two fifty, and then my okay. it, and they they signed up. They it was ridiculous, and I told my staff stop. Stop, stop. I, I said, I don't have time to do anything else but to talk to people. I said, let me just keep this format where it is till I can figure where my life needs to be so I can make time to do the, to handle these requests. So I hear what you're doing yeah. is beautiful. And so I know there is money to be made, but also a function of being able to deliver information because people need it. And the reason I like what you're doing, Dana, because you, you know me when I say this, yes, which is true. I hate people out there selling stuff, telling people they can do stuff, but don't have the resume. They're all mm. hype. They they, mm. they they have not accomplished anything. And it's 
thousands of them out there talking about how they can make you successful, how they can get you on, you know, on TV, how they can get your song published, how they can teach you how to write a script, how they can tell you how to manage people. And they have no resume to, to back that up, but they're out there. So when I see somebody like you, it is a breath of fresh air because you are the truth. And guess what? More people need to be talking to the truth than having conversations with the lie. Yeah, I bro, I you know, I was reading a scripture today and it it said, you know, Titus 2 and it basically said when you teach, teach truth because if you teach truth, it, it it will never be able to be criticized. And mm-hmm. I really took that as, man, you know, I'm just going to tell my story. I, no one can tell my story better than I can tell my story. And I'm encouraging my friends and peers and colleagues to come and tell their stories because Man, a, a story and a testimony can change someone's life. I understand that. And with the Stay Home Money movement, the reoccurring theme, Rashawn, is some <laughs> some people just may not have the the characteristic mm-hmm. characteristic or the charisma to speak up like I do. So I tell these people, you if you don't introduce yourself, like if I meet Quincy Jones, Rashawn. I'm not wasting my time right, uh, right. asking Quincy for a selfie. <laughs> right, what I'm right. going to do is I want to get Quincy's attention and say, hey, bro, I remember when you studied music in Germany with mm-hmm. with this composer, like why yeah. you did that. I, right. I remember when you you know, you know lost your son and that how that hurt. It's like I know a story because I studied Quincy Jones. Right. So right. now I, I've intrigued Quincy Jones like this dude know, really wants to know the real me. He doesn't want a picture. So I teach my students – you know, when you meet someone that you look up to, it's not about taking a picture. It's about having a conversation. Hi, my name is Dana Saray. I want to be like you when I grow up, man. There like, I, I saw you get over this hurdle. How can you help me through it? So I'm trying to get these people to catch fire, man, really catch fire and let and overwork everybody. They may be more talented than you, but overwork them. Over, there you, go. you know, be above average. There you have go. the energy of being next level. We got to be, we have to be boss minded boss have a boss mentality and that's my whole vibe man I'm, i want to help people get to the next level because i've been there i've been there done it and I'm, and I'm forever a student always learning something new every day so that's the mm-hmm. whole vibe man to get these people here and, and get them, get them excited about their value <laughs> yeah, you're talking to the creator of the stay home money movement he also has been nominated for three gma dove awards that will be uh announced in the live broadcast the broadcast october 20th Dana, I got 30 seconds left. My man, uh, can you come back on my show? Help me promote. When you're at the big house with the stay-at-home movement, I want, I want to be a part yes, of that. I want to be a part of that. Because like I said, you're my you're doppelganger. Saying, you're my doppelganger. You got to be my hey, wife. You got to be my daughter. I'm giving, I'm, I'm giving you a room with the master suite, bro. Yeah. <laughs> I love it, man. We're going to talk soon, my brother. You and I, we connected, man. We are truly, truly connected. Stay strong. Stay safe.